Our scripture reading for today comes from Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21, and it reads, Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh, for what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, uh, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. The word of God for the people of God. I have so much this morning that I want to say, and so very little time to say it, so let us pray. Most gracious God, I ask that you would, that you would hear my, my hearts and mind, oh God, that you would uh, know that I know that you put all those things there, but Lord, I ask that you would wipe my slate, that I would hear your voice and speak that which you have for us today. God, let us hear your voice in a mighty way. Let our lives, our very lives be changed forever. And we thank you for all that you are doing right here, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Today is an interesting day, or should I say, we are living in an interesting time. Interesting because so many people are claiming to be the church, but it seems as though so very few are thinking, acting, and living like the church. In this portion of scripture that we are reading, we find Paul addressing the Galatians. Within the church, we find uh, converts to the way. As a matter of fact, looking at the, the, the Galatians, what you will find is in this church, you even find converted Gentile pagans here. You, you, you will find people in this church in a fight, one side arguing uh, for the law, and the other side uh, arguing for the grace found in the gospel. And Paul is telling them to embrace that they are saved by grace through faith, not works. Amen. But there are other missionaries in this region teaching very different messages. Paul is speaking to this church in effort to change their minds, change their actions, and change their very lifestyles. He is pushing them towards progress. He tells them not to be bewitched by that which sounds good, those things that others even are spewing that is not the gospel, but rather to be empowered by the Spirit of God and live your life as unto God. He is reminding them that they don't have to work to be saved, rather they work because they are saved. Amen. In short, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you are given power. This power is something that, that should change your perspective. It is something that should change your mind. This, this power is something that pushes you to want to be better. It should push you to want to do better. It should push you to want to make things better. And it should push you to want to make 
others better. It is that power that allows for progress to be made, but it is, it, it is in these things, these listed things that we read that oftentimes halt this progress. It is these things that we are supposed to walk away from that, that cause us to stumble, that, that cause us to think outside of what God has for us, that causes us to, to act in a manner that is not befitting of the way. It causes us to live lives that, that are contradictory to the gospel message. We, 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 we say all the time, it's in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. But it's strange because often I hear people say that and then their lives reflect something different. I, I'm sorry, but we can't say that we, it's in him that we live, move, and have our being except when a Democrat comes against me because I'm a Republican or, or, or except when a Republican comes against me because I'm a Democrat or, or, or except when I encounter a group of white individuals or except when I encounter a group of black individuals or except when I see a policeman on the street. You, you see, if, if we allow the accept of any barriers that society will place on us to, to cause uh, us to see things differently, we find that even though we say we're there, we're not there at all. And honestly, that's what brings us to, the, to, the, to today's scripture. So often when we look at Galatians 5, we focus solely on the fruits of the Spirit. Those things that we, we can learn to do, those things we can show to others so that they believe that we are spiritual and spirit-filled. And what we have become in too large of an amount is not the church of God embracing the fruits of the Spirit, but rather a band of actors portraying an image to others while our hearts are still corrupt. It is in this list, this list that we read today, uh, that we find the things that we are supposed to give away, the things that will change how we act, how we think, and how we live. And I believe if we fought more to do what God is calling us to do, then we would fight each other less. Amen. I was listening to a radio uh, show this week, a sports radio talk show. And on this, on this talk show, on the radio, uh, there is a very opinionated uh, person that conducts it. And if you live in Oklahoma, I don't have to say any names. You know exactly who I'm talking about. But I found it very interesting because he, he made the statement that years ago when Kaepernick kneeled in protest of police brutality, he didn't understand it. He didn't like it, and he publicly cond uh, 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 condemned it. He, he was one of the loudest voices saying that, that it made no sense, that it was completely wrong, and that what he was fighting for wasn't quite real. But, but on this particular day this week, I, I heard him say, you know, but based on what has gone on over the last few months, and, and based on the people that I've met over the last few years, I, I, I think I get it now. And not only do I think I understand it, but I, I can actually condone it. I, I can speak against it now. My, my, my very mind 
has changed. He, he said, I understand now that it's not disrespect to the flag, but it's a call for liberty and justice for all, which is what the flag symbolizes. And, and I tell you this because in so many times in our lives, we are quick to, to condemn things, to, to think through things through the lenses that we grew up with, to, to think through things with, with the perspective that we've always had. But what God is telling us to do is as we embark upon new territory, as we face new challenges, as we see new things, to allow the Holy Spirit to change our minds. To, to allow ourselves to see things differently based on the, 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 the convictions that the Holy Spirit places inside of us. And if we can walk away from the teachings of those that have been incorrect, if we can walk away from, from those fleshly desires that are listed in our scripture to, for today, then, then we can cast down the divisiveness that, that plagues us as a society. We can choose to change our minds and to do things differently. And the Holy Spirit, if you would allow, will help you to do just that, to change how you think. The Holy Spirit, once he changes how you, you think, can, can obviously also change your actions. It pushes you into a place where you're, not, you're no longer trying to act out a role so that people can see you, but you're trying to act in a manner that is pleasing to God. I, I, I'm saying that, that if we uh, uh, cast away these things, the, these fleshly things, and allow change to take place, we can really work this thing out. I, I know that you're not going to be perfect because I'm not going to be perfect. I know that there's some perfecting that needs to take place in your life because there's some perfecting that needs to take place in my life. But I believe that, that we don't have to fake it until we make it. What, what I believe is that God is calling us to put down those things that we see and then allow the conviction of the Holy Spirit to, to, to progress us and, and we're able more and more to do what he has called us to do. This is a call for progress away from acting like the church to being the church. There, there, were, there, there was a church service I went to years ago, and a good friend of mine, I call him my dad, Bishop Johnson was there, and there was a gentleman, I will not call his name, uh, that, that, that was there, and he had several babies out of wedlock. He was living with his baby mama for years. I think they were engaged at the time, and there was a lot of other things that were charged to his record, if you will. And Bishop Johnson calls him forward without really uh, 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 giving all of his stuff away and says, son, are you filled with the Holy Spirit? And naturally, the guy says, I've been in church all my life. Of course I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. And Bishop said, prove it. And so the guy begins to walk around the church speaking in tongues and calling things out and, and talking uh, uh, to God and praising him and snotting and crying and yelling and screaming and, and wailing. And, 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 and after it would seem like a lot of minutes, he came back to Bishop, tears running down his face. And Bishop said, are you done? And he said, yes. He said, well, I'm glad you have your prayer language, sir. And, and I'm glad that you have a belief in God. 
But quite frankly, all of that does not tell me that you're spirit-filled because being spirit-filled means that you act differently, that you walk differently, that you allow the Holy Spirit to take control of your life so that it's no longer your own. And so you can speak in tongues all across this nation and you can sing praises unto God, but you are not operating in the full power that the Holy Spirit gives. And that's what I want to, to, to give to you today, that the Holy Spirit should cause a change in how you act daily. It, it is okay to struggle with sin from time to time, but to willingly live in that sin is a problem. We, we need to allow our convictions, those convictions given to us by the Holy Spirit, to mold how we live. Not for recognition from others, not so people can say that, that we are holier than thou or spiritual or, or that you're fulfilling your title, but so that others look at what you have and say, I want that. I, I, I don't understand how you could be living in all this chaos and still have peace, but I, I want that. I, I don't know how you can come against so much hatred and still love, but, but I, I, I want that. I, I don't know how you can be sick and your parents can be sick and your, your dog can be sick and everybody can be sick, but you still have faith, and I, I need that. That is what we are after. We are after uh, 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 preaching the gospel by the very way we act daily, so much so that people run to the throne room of grace saying, what do I need to do? What shall I do to be saved? And if our minds are truly renewed in Christ, then our actions should line up with, 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 with what is in our mind. And all of a sudden, it's not a, a conscious effort every moment of every day to try to do the right thing, but it becomes a habit, it becomes a lifestyle, and quite frankly, the goal is for it to become who you are. There's a song that, that says, praise you, praise you, and in the middle it says, let my life, O Lord, praise you. And those are the lyrics, praise you, praise you, let my life, O oh Lord, praise you. And that is the goal of our lives. The Spirit of God is calling us to live a life that is unto God. We, we, we want our very lives to praise God. We, we want to be able to sit in our organizational meetings and, and, and in our various meetings throughout the day and our words be, be, be uh, uh, as unto God and God sees them as praise. We, we want to be able to stand in our schools and stand at our jobs and show a life that praises our God. We want to be able to sit at our breakfast tables and eat cereal, crack, Captain Crunch, right? Raisin brand, uh, French toast, uh, uh, eggs, bacon, whatever you do at your house, and, and your kids see the life of God within you. We want our very lives, who we are, to praise God. And if we allow our minds to be changed, our actions to be changed, then there is no doubt that our lives forever should be changed. It should be our earnest desire to flee from the things that we read in today's scripture. Those things are not conducive to a renewing of mind nor uh, uh, an action or a lifestyle that is indicative of the God that we serve. But we should embrace the fruits of the Spirit so that our hearts 
sing unto our God. For we know that even if we convince everybody else that the image that we portray is true, God not, does not look at the outside, but he looks at our very heart. This message is entitled Power for Progress because we have been told that we will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. We, we, we have been told by Jesus that, that we would receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. But if we don't use this power to progress the church, to progress our society, to progress our communities and our families, what power do we really have? The, the scripture that we read today begins with, but I say walk in the spirit, and that walk in the spirit is indicative of a continuous action and a progress. This world that we live in seems to be going crazy. It, it looks nothing like the church. What are we going to do to affect change? In this time where men are being hung from trees, in this time where, where police brutality is at, seems like an all-time high, in this time where, 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 where all uh, uh, immigrants are viewed as terrorists and, and, and being illegal in this time where discrimination and racism is running rampant through our society in this time where violence seems to be the first answer and not love, what are we going to do with the power that we've been given by the Holy Spirit? Are we standing against injustice? Are we caring for the sick? Are we caring for the poor? Are we caring for the widows and the orphans? Are we sharing and showing love? Or are we standing in the midst of our circles and saying that's not right and trying, genuinely trying to make a change? Now, please understand me. I'm not saying a lot of the messages that a lot of people are saying because I don't believe that all black men are thugs. I do not believe that all police are corrupt. I do not believe that, 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 that all uh, uh, Arabians are terrorists. I do not believe that all Mexicans and Hispanics are illegal. I do not believe that all white people are racist. I believe that God has called us both Jew and Gentile, both black and white, both Republican and Democrat, both, both uh, uh, any demographic that you can say, to come together in the unity of Christ, the unity of love, to walk in the spirit and to be the church. That is the power that we have. We have the power to go you therefore and make disciples, learn students. We have the power to embrace one another. Even in the midst of controversy, we have the power to look beyond the, the small differences and unite under the banner of love. We have the power to allow the Holy Spirit to make a difference and a change in our lives, affecting those that are around us. We have the power to make a difference, not in 100 years, but today. My question is simply this. And how you think, act, and live, can you honestly say that you are led by the Spirit? My question is this. If you believe that you have received power, what are you doing with it? My question is this. How are you using the power you've been granted to progress the calling that God is, is leading you to. My, my question is this. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, then how is it progressing you 
to be and build the church. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.